James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to Freedom Ocean, the podcast that aims to make your online marketing trip a pleasant one, full of creating a business around exactly what you want to do with your life and not what your business wants to do with your life. I am one of your hosts, Timbo Reed. That right there is James Shramko. G'day, mate. Timbo, how are you? Absolutely on fire, mate. I'm excited by this episode. It's a bit different to the last one where we went deep into um, some of the insights and learnings that you took from traveling around Europe for seven weeks with your family. Today, we are going to get very specific, very rational. Our challenge will be to inject a laugh into this episode, eh? Let's do it. Okay. So here's the thing. I find of recent times, I've been writing blog posts in which I cover more than one marketing-related topic for small business. In fact, I've called these blog posts a letter to my listeners. And in it, I might cover what my recent, the most recent episode of Small Business Big Marketing was about. I might share a productivity tool of the week. I might share a marketing tip of the week. I might share a funny marketing story that I've observed. So I'm covering a lot of ground, right? So when I go into post that and complete the metadata on that blog post, I completely have a meltdown as to what to focus on. So, and what I mean by that is like the metadata being the headline, what should the permalink be? What's the keyword that I should be chasing? What's the SEO title and what's the meta description? All right. What are your thoughts, mate, on on how to best focus that metadata? Okay, well, step one is if it's too technical for your average bear, they're best to pretty much ignore it and just write the best, most valuable post that you can and don't worry too much about it. Don't worry about the metadata. You can worry about it, but it's not life or death because what happens is the content that's on the page is still going to get spidered, picked up by Google, put in the index, and it will still work for you anyway. The headline and metadata is just a way to assist it a little bit. It doesn't mean if you don't do it that nothing will happen. Just putting good words on the page, if they're original words, will automatically pick up what we call long tail traffic. So the phrases on the page will get indexed. And if it's great value and people are sharing it and liking it and uh, revisiting it and clicking through from other pages to it and stuff, then it will actually get noticed. But there are some things you can do to tune it up. So why don't you step me through each section there and I'll tell you what to do. We'll start with headline. We'll go in order of how it appears in in WordPress. Okay, so the headline should be the most compelling headline that will cause a reader to read the article. I've done two things of recent times. So this, this um, I'll go back a step just to give listeners a sense of what the the actual problem. So, oh, and I suppose I've summarised it best. I'm mean, just covering a lot of topics in the one. So I've done two headlines of recent times. One is a letter to my listeners and just giving it a number, number three, number four, number five, or I've actually gone and, and taken three or four or five keywords and just put them in the headline. So, you know, I might be talking, you know, productivity tool, awards. Well, there's no need to do that. Put the one that's best for the readers because with WordPress, you can put, uh, you can actually change the 
the way that it appears to the search engine versus what it's appearing for the readers. So you can change the page title. All right. So would you stick with a letter to my listeners is what the readers should see. Yep. But what the search engine should see should, would be something else. Where do you complete that? Okay. So which, which headline do you think the readers will most engage with? <laughs> I don't really know the answer to that, but I, I feel like a letter to my listeners is personal. I think I, I feel as well, and you know I don't know, but I suspect that that will build up. Uh, a th- it's like on my subject lines for emails. I usually put my business name because readers know that and they're used to it. Okay, so we go with that for the reader. Yep. What do so you that's what we'll show engine? in the that will that's what the post headline will look like. Mm-hmm. But we can actually change what shows up in the page title and also the permalink, so that they can be completely different. Right. Now, I often do this. If I'm going to do a product review, I might put the headline might be how to increase your opt-ins and then the page title and the permalink might be lead player review. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. I'm just pulling up the back of the back end of a WordPress blog now. Keep going. If you have a look in the WordPress, yeah, we'll do this like a uh, we'll do it like a support. Hello, Tim. <laughs> Can you see the screen? Okay. Yeah, okay. Where do you put the... Just kidding. Um, so in terms of the headline, that's what the reader Firstly, says. under the post. Yeah, you put the post headline where, you know, the big box, That's that should be the most compelling thing for readers. And then underneath that, you have your permalink and you have the ability to edit that. Okay. And the permalink still is a big part of the algorithm, of, Go- of the Google algorithm. Would that be fair, fair to say? Yeah, I think the permalink, uh, your page naming and page titles, still something that helps Google understand what the page is about. So, if in your case you're having a you know letter to listener number one, but the letter to listener was saying, uh, you know, if you felt that you really wanted to be ranking for Evernote or something, if you're talking about productivity, then the permalink you might change that to Evernote productivity tips. Yeah, right. Or but you put hyphens. So of the five of the five different topics I cover in that letter to my listeners, um, the idea would be to pull out the, the the one the topic that would resonate most with my listeners and that I want to be found for. You, the one that you want to be found for is probably the ideal one, and you don't want to try and stick five in there, of course. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I I say that because I know that some people will try and do that, and that's called keyword stuffing, and it's very spammy and not recommended at all. Mm-hmm. So you might actually change the permalink to, um, you could change it to listener hyphen letter hyphen Evernote hyphen tips. Why would I put listener letter in there at all? You don't have to, but then it's not looking very spammy that way, that's all. What I've been doing of recent posts is calling it smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash marketing hyphen blog hyphen whatever number it is. Right, so that's not really going to, pick up much other than marketing. So if you vary this, you're going to get more chances at ranking because mm-hmm. you know you want to make as many unique pages as you can on your website because each one is a front door for your website. Yep. So yeah, I, I, on mine, we will pick uh, the most appropriate. So if we had a post, uh, if we have a long headline, you don't want the whole thing. You actually want your permalink to be a bit shorter. So you can actually have them just being too long. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, this is what shows up in the browser bar. 
Mm-hmm. So you want to keep it a reasonable length. So if you had listener letter number one and it was about productivity tips with Evernote, you'd probably change your permalink to um, Evernote-productivity-tips. Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect sort of permalink. Then down underneath the post for most of your themes uh, or SEO plugins, and it's going to vary depending on what your setup is. I'm using Yoast and it, it asks for focus keyword, SEO title and meta description. Right. Okay. So a lot of them, uh, a lot of them, even like thesis will have a custom document title, custom post meta description and the keywords. So almost all of them will have this option. For the title, that's what shows up in the very top of the browser. And that is one of the most important on-page drivers, aside from the content. The title's really good to, to put a keyword there. So that's, again, you'd put something like Evernote productivity tips for marketers, something like that. Yep. And I, and I also noticed that whatever you put in SEO title is generally what is populated when you search. Um, you know, you whack it on Facebook or Twitter. That's right. And also when you search for it, that's usually what Google will, will um, pick up as the title for it. And it'll be bolded if they've just searched for that. So if someone's searching for Evernote tips and that's your title or it's in your description, that should be bolded because mm-hmm. more relevant. So this is all about relevancy. Yep. And then the next thing is your meta description. And this is really, really important. This one, you want to make a sales hook. You want it to be compelling. Well, if someone search, searches for Evernote uh, productivity tips in Google and your page comes up on the first page and it's sort of sitting there in the top four or five results, this is what you see. This is the words that you see. In most cases, sometimes they'll just choose whatever they want, but in most cases, they'll take your description. So this is where you want to outdo the others on the page. This is where you could put something like, think you know all about Evernote, question mark. Chances are you only know half the story, dot, dot, dot. Nice. Got it. So you've put Evernote in there once. Uh, you might put productivity in there, but definitely mix up the, mix it up from the title and the permalink. You don't want all the same. That looks really spammy. So your meta description is basically that two, those two lines of grey copy that appear under, under the title. your... Go on. When, when you see a Google result, generally you see the title, that'll be the headline, and then you'll have the description as the two lines underneath it. Yep. And they are separated by the permalink. Yeah, so you want it to be compelling. You, you need to encourage the click. That's the point of this description. It's to help people understand what this page is about, but also to make it really compelling. Mm. Such important stuff, this, James, and, and uh, that's why we're dedicating this very short episode of Freedom Motion to it. I just kind of always think, you know, these the majority of small businesses out there just, just are so unaware of such simple, powerful information. Well, you know, this is one of the th- things. This is not a loophole or a shortcut. This is just good practice for on-page content. You know, when there's... <laughs> 3.3 billion searches a day on Google, you might as well dress up your content with just this little, the little extra two or three things that are going to make an, a massive difference compared to everyone else's WordPress posts. I mean, ma- majority of people are still just putting, you know, P equals 746. So you have a big advantage over anyone who doesn't do this by just autom- automatically making it your habit. So my team automatically make this the habit to put in the description. So the most important elements, just to recap here, to make sure that your post headline is one that 
is going to be attractive for the reader. The permalink is going to be reasonably short and clear about what the page is, and it might include a keyword. If you need to change the, the title from what the headline is, because most posts are going to pick up the headline as the title, then put your keyword as a title and make it a natural looking title. So not, not spammy titles, not like Evernote hyphen productivity hyphen tips hyphen whatever. You've got to make it a natural word. Okay, and you, you don't want to use too many characters. I think think you'll want to keep it a reasonable length. You, you don't want to go too long. The common error for SEO is people try and overdo it. Don't overcook it. Just be subtle. You need subtle. So that's where the custom document title can be completely different to the blog post title. And the custom title is the one that will show for search engines. And the post title is what's going to show on the page for the humans. And that's why they give you the ability to override it. It's not a bad thing. Then your custom post should really pull someone into the post if they were to see it on the first page of Google. And then the meta keywords, that's sort of optional. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Definitely don't fill it with 200 keywords, please. Uh, I haven't got a meta keyword thing. I've got a focus keyword yeah. um, field. Well, that, that might be a similar yep. thing. But this is where people just go overboard. You know, you know, Nine times out of 10, when we have a problem customer in our SEO business, they've overcooked it. Mm. They've, got, they've overcooked the links. Literally. They've <laughs> stuffed it with keywords. And they basically just uh, over-optimize. It's very, very common. So I, I don't think we even put a meta keyword into our thing we let it be driven from the title and the description and the on-page content mm, interesting there's another thing we might as well talk about which is very related to this it's when you put images on your post yep make sure you name the image whatever the image is absolutely one of the big forgotten lessons well you know people upload you know picture 17564 they're not really dsc they're not giving themselves a chance yeah it's better to say uh tim hyphen reed hyphen monaco you know (laughs) and and if that's tim reed in monaco at the grand prix then that would be a relevant picture it would probably come up for a search for tim reed and everyone's happy yeah yeah that's a good point very good point so really the big point is do not try and trick Google. Be natural. Be real. Make it, make it for humans. And the, the bits that you're manipulating here on the page for Google is merely to help them understand what your content is about. That's, what, that's why you can change these things. Help them understand what your page is about and help a reader understand what it's about. Yep. It's like naming a jumper, mate, when you're in the playground at school. Yeah. <laughs> People knows who know whose it is. Hey, um, thanks, mate. Listeners, freedomocean.com is where you can find out more about us. Next episode, James and I are going to tackle the big question of whether SEO is dead as we know it. Until then, happy marketing. Happy online marketing. Gosh, if it is, Tim, we just wasted a whole episode if it's dead. Well, maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. We have to wait. <laughs> the suspense. It's killing me. <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> See ya.
Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. Ha, 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 ha,